0: and the town sat in the lush hills of the Finger Lakes, sat like an unsightly red pimple on the soft, white back of some sultry and voluptuous woman. From Population, 12,360 Roberta Shagland parked her Volkswagen on Genesee Street, the town's main thoroughfare. She parked in front of the bookmart. Beside her on the seat was a cellophane-wrapped novel from the Mart's Lending Library. It was this book which had come like a sudden avalanche on Cayuda, New York, leaving its populace shaken and angry. This book which had put Cayutians under some merciless microscope, like a community of wiggling amoebas, swimming in stagnancy. It was the woman who wrote this book whom Roberta Shaglin hated, and her name, was Gloria Weldon? Miss Shagland picked the book up and rubbed her fingers along the cellophane, along the author's name, as though with that motion she could rub out the name. Gloria, first, rubbed out, then, Weldon, Next, the title, Population, 12,360. That would leave just the blurb above the title, a searing novel of a small town by a daring new writer. She ran her thumb across those words, then dropped the book in her tote bag on the Volkswagen's floor. For a moment, she sat behind the wheel, watching the people pass back and forth on Genesee. How many of them were hurt by Gloria Wielden's novel? How many angry, amused, disgusted? As much as she wanted to ponder this she found she was able only to think of Milo Wealdon, glorious husband, big, good-looking, strong, gentle mule, and of the way he had been maligned in the book. Miss Shaglin had arrived in Cayuda in the middle of January, five months ago. She had come to fill the post left vacant by the sudden demise of Cayuta High's dietitian, A farm-born, awkward, and shy woman nearing the end of her 20s She had come from a horribly confused settlement on the outskirts of ever-expanding Syracuse, New York. It was a settlement that was ugly and treeless and smelly, with the noise and odor and look of growing industry. She had hated the greasy diners near there, the half-dozen used car lots, the junkyard, the smoke, and the new, new, everything about them new, ranch house developments that were all alike, little lawns hugging the highway, pink or bright blue or lemon yellow, within walking distance of the shopping center, with its sleek A&P drugstore, five and ten. Modern and young and obvious and vulgar. She had come from there to Cayuda in dead winter, so that it did not look as fabulous and amazing as it did now in May, but she had known what Cayuda would look like. In her imagination, she had undressed those great hills of their snow like an eager lover in his erotic fantasies. And she had, with dreamers' kisses, put the blush of color to all the trees and brush surrounding. She had known that Cayuta would be like so many of the lakeside cities in the Finger Lakes, hiding behind and between huge green mounds. A sudden surprise of glinting blue water, church spires... Farmhouses dotting the approach. Then, the city limits sign. The tall Victorian houses with their peaked gables making the new ones in between seem squat and crazy modern. The immense Norway maples and horse chestnuts sticking the green soft long lawns. And the sprinklers now, turned on at summer's near beginning. And at the lake the boats being scraped and painted. Their sails airing. All of it. Coyuta. How had Milo Wielden put it? Coyuta, he had said, is like a perennial plant. Some plants, the annuals and the biennials, are pretty for a while, but they change and die. Towns are like that, too. Cayuta's not. It's like a perennial. It stays. It dies down in the winter, but renews its growth again in the spring.